Hi, I'm Chaps. And I'm Heather. And this is the B Word Podcast, where we talk about the Bible with a sense of grace and humor. Wow. Oh, a sense of humor and grace. Look, Both of those things. This is why we have grace. <laughs> and that was our episode today. And thanks for joining us. No, but we're not talking oh, about grace Oh, we're not talking grace about today. grace today. Uh, have we talked about grace yet? We should talk about that if we haven't. We haven't. No. All right. There's grace for that. Tune in. In the future. In the future sometime. Uh, today we're going to be talking about self-worth and what the Bible says about it and what the world says about it and how those are different. Um, and you just gave it all away. But first. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> uh, they're different. Uh, but first. We want to know. We're going to Our question is, chaps, when you're in a bad mood, what song can you put on immediately that changes your mood or that immediately changes your mood? So there's a lot of songs because I feel I like I constant like it. I, my house is quiet a lot, but it's usually not like I usually have to have music playing in the background. Same. That's how I get stuff done. Like it's motivating. Mm-hmm. So this was after I named it. I said this question It was really hard to pick, but I've come down to the song I've been listening to a lot lately because it has really cool drums at the end. And it's Satellite by Harry Styles. I can't l- hear it in my head. You can, it's okay. We don't have to. It's all right. I'll listen to it afterwards. We'll, I'll play it for you. No. Not no. You can't. But no, I'm trying to. All I have in ya. my. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. I just have Lionel Richie in my head. Of course. Dancing in the ceiling. Yeah. On the ceiling. Dance. You're so predictable. <laughs> no, that's not the one. But I don't put that on that much. Like. Nope. I'm so like you don't okay. listen to music a lot though. I listen to music all the time, all constantly. It's just not the same stuff that you listen to. I'll put on some Andy Grammer if I want. It's true to change the mood. Um, but here's the thing: the difference between you and me is you're a thinker and I'm a feeler. So like, if I want to feel, if I want to change my mood or improve my mood, it's like. I feel like I have to feel my feelings. So I'll put on like all hail King Jesus and have like an oh. all out like battle with the Satan in my kitchen. Wow. And then I will, and then I'll put on some like Andy Grammer and like jump around or like, I don't know, Whitney Houston, Lionel Richie, all, wow. the, all the yeah classic. Or me, I'm like, I don't want to think. Let me put on something. Right. Where I'm like, I have to process. Another what I'm one that I've been listening to a lot is your on your own kid by Taylor Swift. And it's just like screaming that bridge at the end or screaming like some of the lyrics. It just feels really good. I don't know that one either. Yeah, where she's like, did you hear my covert narcissism disguises altruism like some kind of congressman? Nope. No. So good. She's so awesome. Yeah, I like her a lot. I don't I like upbeat music. You know who I also like a lot is Ben Rector. Oh, yeah, you do. Did you hear his, he has a song with Snoop Dogg? No, he does not. Yes, he does. It's called Sunday. <laughs> it's awesome. I Is it about Chick-fil-A? Playlist. He talks about Chick-fil-A in I it. I knew it. Cla- How'd you know? Classic rapper writer. I feel like. It was, <laughs> sorry, what? It's just like, of course. Rapper writer. Snoop Dogg. Who? Oh, Snoop Dogg. Classic Snoop Like Dogg. he would write about Chick-fil-A closing on Sunday. Like it's so cliche. It's actually cute the way they do it. Mm-hmm. Tell that to Drake. Well, I don't care about Drake. No I like does. Snoop Dogg. No one does. <laughs> Sorry. I, I like Snoop Dogg. You know, it's funny when you say Snoop Dogg. I know who Snoop Dogg is, but the picture that comes into mind is Snoopy. 
Well, did you know that's why he's named Snoop Dogg? His, he used to love Peanuts and Snoopy Aww, when he was little. And it was cute. his mom's nickname for him. He used to, she used to call him Snoopy. And so he became Snoop Dogg. That's cute. I did it's not cute. know that. See, don't you like him a little more? I do. He's actually super intelligent, too. Oh. I've heard interviews. I mean, have you him. listened DRE? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great hype song. Like, good conversationalist. Yeah, have you seen I, where him Which and, surprised and me. I think it's him and Kevin James host uh, the Olympic. No. The Olympics, like, commentary. It's hilarious. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but it's no, I good. haven't seen it. Oh, man. Also, I was driving today and I was listening to Ben Rector and there's at least two songs where he talks about an ottoman. Like picking out an ottoman in his house. And I was maybe like, I'm going to send him a message to be like, what's up with this ottoman? Maybe he has anxiety about choosing an ottoman that's right for him. I don't know. Is the ottoman a metaphor for something else? No, it's like he talks about growing up and how he has opinions on an ottoman. But also there's another song where he talks about like, I'm growing up. I chose an ottoman. And it's like, maybe it just what has- was, were they not allowed in your house? And you feel like, or maybe it was ottoman. Maybe it was like the no, correct amount of was- syllables. And it just fit in his song. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. Okay. Let me know what he says. Stay tuned. I want to be like Ben Rector. Maybe I you'll sit next to, to him on a plane. Oh, like that girl like on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, so good. I'm going to ask him and be like, is his self-worth tied to an ottoman? That'd be really weird. But hey. But no hey, it's a, good, it's a good segue into self-worth. That's right. Do you hold your worth in an, an ottoman? ottoman? I hope not. If you do, it's okay. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a ton of notes on this one because I feel like it's good, just good conversation, but I do have some notes. Wow. I have no notes, but I have some notes. I just said I that don't have a so lot. Deep. I said I don't have a lot but of less notes, is but I have some. It almost sounded like <sighs> Benny went to the grocery store and Benny got five watermelons. He got in the car, drove 60 miles per hour. How many, How many cats <laughs> did it take to build a castle? <laughs> <laughs> that sentence sounded to me. <laughs> those are the best. I love those kind of equations that make no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Listen, problem solving is hard. Word yeah. problems are hard. No, problem solving is hard. Yeah, and which is this has nothing to do with self worth. But in the book I was reading, it talks about how the reason most people can't be creative is because they don't want to problem solve. And when you're creative, you're literally solving problems. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I think it's always helpful to start with a definition. Of self-worth? Yeah, because it's so, I don't know, out there. I wonder if it's in the back of my Bible. It's not in the back of your Bible. (sighs) Wait, maybe something else is. I'll give you $20 if self-worth is back there. Listen, I will spend your $20 if self-worth is back here. That's right. You'll go tan. It's less than $20 to go sit in a tanning bed. Really? Yeah. 16 wow i mean not sponsored <laughs> no but we you could be we could be yeah just call revia tan okay, for some reason in my head i thought it cost like 60 dollars. i i don't i i don't know why maybe that's a spray tan i don't know maybe that's what i'm thinking of i have no idea I don't, i've never spray tanned before what about like liquid tan ew i, th- I don't like the way that's <laughs> it's like a sunscreen you put on and then you like Self-tanning, I guess that's what it's called. Look, they're self-righteous. That's not the same thing. I know. So You're so close. close. So close. And there's simile, which I read as smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I do that all the time. Oh. I mix words up. Yeah, it happens. Okay, but we're talking about self. 
worth. The dictionary defines it as the sense of one's own value or worth as a person, slash self-esteem and self-respect. That's how Webster defines it. I think it's interesting that self-righteous is in here. That's not what we're talking about today. No, we're not, but I just thought it was interesting. It's really interesting how there's hundreds of other words Because they are connected, though. Sometimes people think too much of themselves that they become self-righteous. Oh, yeah. That's, I didn't write any of that. I didn't either. I wrote the complete opposite. Like, this is this is why. I, yeah. No. This is why. This is why. Why. All right. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to jump right in. Why do we struggle? <laughs> I'm just reading your notes. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Yeah. I know the notes I wrote. I know. Did you? I, you should I have my own. Look. I wish I could Look go. at my notes. Okay. Okay. I wrote notes too. Is that for all of today or just? No, that's this is just self-worth. Okay. Listen, do you hear how Chap's trying to belittle me? Do you? I'm just trying to check. It's okay. You. I know my self-worth. I'm made in the image of Christ, and what she says about me doesn't matter. Burn. <laughs> I I said, man, I'm so mean. <laughs> Guys, I'm so glad I have a filter because I can be brutal. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, good I thing know. we're on air. Tell it, you after. And good thing we have a sense of humor. Oh, of for us. sure. Okay. Yeah. Starts crying immediately. <laughs> sense of humor and grace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, why don't you tell us why? Um, why do we struggle with self worth? <laughs> um. So, I didn't think I was going to read these, but I guess I am now. Oh, I think it's great. Uh, because the world we live in. We're in a feedback loop of people telling us that we need to be more, do more, and be more like them. Mm -hmm. So we're basically connects with my next reason. People suck. That's what I was laughing at before. (laughs) People do suck. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. It's like it can be self-worth. You can either think too highly of yourself Mm -hmm. or too lowly, right? So the world we live in either tells us we're too much or right. we're not enough. Or we're not enough. Right. Or maybe just like you get constant praise all the time. Well, I don't know people that get constant praise all the time, but maybe you're one of those Augie people. Augie does not get con Augie is my dog. And he does not get constant praise all the time. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. You. People be like, Who's Augie? Who's Augie? <laughs> um and just it can just be t- too much. Like too much of one thing it affects our self-worth like what we think of ourselves um people suck it's true people suck so much part of being in the world we live in it's part of being in a sinful world i know it's hard and then we believe all the lies which is usually part of people people sucking sucking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well that's the episode there Um, it is people suck and we believe the sucky people um, but sometimes we also believe our own lies yeah, uh, that the devil puts in our heads. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have anything to say about people sucking or <laughs> the world we live in? <laughs> no, but I think that, um, so the, the interesting part about like believing the lies, like if you can go back, do I want to go down this road? Yeah, do it. You won't. Sure. Um, so I have a spiritual counselor, right? Who's kind of like a therapist, right? Because yeah. Jesus plus therapy, really important. 
And there were certain things that I was struggling with that had to do with like what I thought about myself or what I accepted about myself. And he helped me like dig back into like where the root Mm -hmm. cause of that lie was. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting the way that when you recognize the lie, you're able to like dismiss it, heal it and shift Mm. just things in your future and understanding who you are in Christ more. It's a little tangent, but just. No, it's true. It's, it's like the, the getting to the root of the lie. If not, you're just picking leaves, you know, it's Mm. like, it's going to grow back. Yeah. Or whatever plant analogy you want to use. No, I like that. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like you have to get to the root of things if you really want to. It's like weeds. If you want right. to get them out, you got to get the pull weed. them out. Yeah, you, you got to get them out. the whole root. And the lies are uh, Satan's called the father of lies, and you know, it's all all these lies don't come from God. So when you're believing things that are from lies and from Satan, they're clearly not what God thinks of you and right. what you're where you should be finding your worth. You're it's muddying the waters if you will yeah. so it's really important to not believe the lies but in order to not believe the lies you need to recognize what the lies are anyways therapy right it's good it is it's great um so what does the bible say about our self-worth and how we should look at ourselves the first one i have here is that man is more valuable than animals mm-hmm. um which obviously but i think that we were made in the image of God in the beginning. Right. In Genesis. That's how we my were, notes say. Oh, huh, good well, one. Good one. Thank <laughs> you. Those aren't even in my notes. That's what I said. That's what my notes say. Genesis 1, 26 through 27. But it I says we're a, made in his image, yeah. the very image of God. Sorry. Go on. I'm just giving her crap because she made me crap about not having notes. But that's funny because that wasn't in my notes. I know. And I don't even see your notes. They're right here. But how can I? I know. I'm just (laughs) saying that I can't read your notes the way you're reading my notes. Oh, I know. This is not important. It's not important. (laughs) I just think it's funny. (laughs) Yes, we were made in the image of God. And therefore, we are an expression of God's glory. Mm -hmm. Like, And that's in Matthew 6, 26. Um, which I think is just a beautiful reminder mm-hmm. that we reflect God. Do you have anything else to say from your notes? Or no. This? Okay. Second <laughs> thing, uh, God saved us not only from ourselves, but from the brokenness of having the world we live in mindset, mm. um, which I have one. I have a lot of verses for that, To which I'm going to read some. Go for it. Um, so he separated us from everything else and in genesis one twenty six, he said and he i meant god yes said let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the animals all over the creatures that move along the ground mm-hmm. so like he removed our brokenness and we're not supposed to be like the fish or the birds or right. the livestock or any other creature um in Romans five eleven through 12, it says, And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have now received this reconciliation through him. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, in this way death spread to all men because all have sinned. Mm-hmm. Um, so we no longer have to worry about that and sin. And we can now enjoy our worth in Christ and his free eternal gift. Right. Um, 
And also in Second Corinthians three eighteen it says, And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the glory of the Lord and being transformed into his image with intensifying glory which comes from the Lord who is spirit. <coughs> um, which is a cool one, mm-hmm. I think, because it's another reminder, like these are all reminders that like our worth should be found that God created us to reflect his image. Yep. Um and that we shouldn't be like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And the last one for this one is Romans twelve two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm-hmm. So God has literally saved us. Like we do not have to be part of the rhythms yeah, of everything around us, which is really hard to do. You skipped one. I know because I, I have that one. Because <laughs> I knew you had it Uh even though i can't see your notes yep psalm 139 says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made um (laughs) yep great thanks (laughs) well i just i (laughs) it's really hard to like expand on these because they literally tell you you're fearfully wonderfully made you are chosen by god you you know like these are the things that should define you not what you know, right. your next door neighbor Joe says. Well, and I think it's really important that like you read your Bible so you know what God says about you. Got because him. if you're not in the word and you're not studying what he has to say about you specifically, it's super easy to believe lies mm-hmm. and to be um, conformed to the world. Right. Mm-hmm. He also tells us to not to be in the world, but not of the world. And like that means we need to be in the world, sharing our testimony and glorifying God but not to be at the same time, like in Romans conformed by the world, like right. shaped by the world. We want to be shaped by his word and by what he says about us. Um, and he also says in Ephesians, you have it also, um, that we're chosen by right. him. We're, yeah, usually and we have an inheritance. Yeah. I have some for those. Yeah. You want to read it? Sure. Let's see. Ephesians 1, 13 through 14. Is that the one you have? No, I have Ephesians 1, 4 through 6. Oh, I have that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I'll read 13 through 14. Um, Perfect. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth and the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with with the promised Holy Spirit, who is guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to praise of his glory to the praise of his glory so just basically like by receiving the holy spirit we receive that that it, it, inheritance of salvation um and we're we're chosen by him go ahead you can read the other one for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given to the, in the one he loves. Um so this is this is connecting the like our our worth is found that we are chosen by God and we are also loved by God. Right. Um, which I have first Peter two nine, which is when the book of First Peter is one of my favorite books of the Bible. It says, but you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession to proclaim the virtues of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And what's really cool about this passage is 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 that it's saying like 
the reason that you're valuable as a human being. It's because God chose you. He mm-hmm. made you in his own image. Not only did he make you in his image, but he's keeping you. He took you out of darkness and the whole the first few chapters of First Peter talk about how like the reason we're chosen is so that we can take a hold of an inheritance that's being kept in heaven for us. Like that's what we should hold on to yeah. when we don't feel like we have any worth. Mm. That's good. I have that also. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's funny that the Bible tells us the same thing. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> what happens when you read the Bible. What? You tell me? What is, I have a question. What is the, what's a really good book of the Bible that you have found shaping how you think about yourself specifically like is there one in particular that's been like oh okay i need to believe this or i need to trust this um i really like i think first peter would be one of them because mm-hmm. the whole letter was written to god's chosen people who were set aside and were kind of the outcasts of this time mm. And it's just an encouraging letter to them being like, hey, I know it sucks, but like rejoice in that sucky season and remember like Mm. this is why Christ died for you and this is what you have access to now and will have forever. Yeah. Uh, I love First Peter. It's a good one. It's not long. It's not long. Yeah. Which is helpful. Yeah. What are you going to say? Hebrews? No, uh, uh, Proverbs. I've been oh. reading through it since you told me that the Alex reads one a day. I was yeah. like, that's really practical. It is very practical. And it's been really interesting to kind of like sort through it. And I haven't gotten through every chapter. At the, like I've skipped it's around a, a lot. little bit. It is a lot. It's Sometimes a lot you're like. About wisdom. A lot about wisdom and humility. And it's like, whoa. But the more you read it, the more you understand it. Oh, 100%. Because a lot of it. it the way the book of proverbs is written now i'll give you another book i have that basically breaks down the chapters because they all have different themes and some of them are connected to another yeah and you're like oh that right. makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah it's a great one i have to give you it have to a you. Bu- what's it called uh i think it's just called proverbs <laughs> that's the name of the book i can't remember it's like it's like commentary but it doesn't break down verse by verse it breaks down content so it's like, like thought for thought yeah yeah I like that. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, A couple notes I have is our self-worth is, we talked about this, too often based on what other people tell us about ourselves. The one true authority on our self-worth is Jesus Christ. And since he gave up his own life by dying for us on the cross, then that should tell us how valuable we really are, which we talked about this in like our first episode when it was like, are you enough? Mm. Right. And I, we shift it to you're worth it. And chaps and I say this all the time to mm. each other. Um, we even have our own, we just say, why W I? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you're worth it. You're worth it. Like it's important to recognize that like Jesus went to the cross for you, for your sins, past, present, future, because you are worth it. And mm-hmm. so like that's where we need to find our our worth. And if the world persecuted Jesus, they're going to persecute you. So when they right. come to persecute you, you cannot measure your your kingdom worth by what they say and do 
to you or about you, you need to continue to go back to the word to measure up how you're feeling about yourself, what the lies you are believing, and just like where where you can identify your worth. Yeah, isn't it so interesting that we let like outside sources Mm -hmm. dictate our worth? Right. Um, Like what is all that about? Yeah. Well, even like Adeline, she came home from school and she said that someone said something about her. And um, Derek was like, well, who are who are the people in your life that have authority who can tell you Mm. who you are and what you are? Yeah. And she was like, God. And he's like, yes. And you and mom. Yes. Like we have been given Mm -hmm. authority to help Adeline understand who she is in Christ. Mm -hmm. So it's like the outside world. You have to constantly even, but even there are things that I may say to Adeline that are, that don't align with what God says to Adeline about who she is. Like I'm a sinful person. Like she needs to continue to go back to what God Mm -hmm. says about her. But right now as a nine year old, she's still learning those things. She's still learning those things. Right. And she's learning that through the authority that Jesus Christ has given Derek and I. So it's, I think it's important to remember who you listen to in, in your life. Yeah. And for sure. are they saying what the Bible says about you? Right. How do you measure it? Do you read your Bible? Got them. Got them. That's all I have. That's it. You're worth it.